Long Island Local News on Thursday, September 28, 2023. I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. Impoverished Venezuelan migrants who came to New York in the current crisis could soon become eligible to seek welfare and emergency homeless shelter across the state and under state rules must be sheltered in any county where a bed is sought. The eligibility was unlocked because the Biden administration last week extended temporary protected status to Venezuelan migrants who crossed the border into the United States between March 2021 and July 31, 2023. Matthew Chase reporting on Newsday.com that, that Biden's last latest designation under a 1990 humanitarian program established by Congress for migrants whose selected homelands are considered unsafe, exempts qualifying Venezuelans from deportation and unlocks a legal right to work. In New York, at least, the designation also means being able to seek welfare and homeless shelter anywhere statewide, so long as the person meets the same screening criteria that applies to U.S. citizens, according to the state. Of the over 118 1,800 migrants who have come to New York during the crisis so far. Venezuelans are the single largest nationality at about 40 percent of the total, according to New York City Mayor Eric Adams' office. Nationally, Biden's designation covers nearly 500,000 people. It lasts 18 months and can be extended. The state is clear about counties' obligations to the poor. Each of New York's 62 counties must provide emergency shelter to anyone who is in the U.S. legally and would qualify for welfare, regardless of whether the person is a resident of that county, according to New York State Office of Temporary and Disability Assistance Rules, according to um, the Nate Farmer, a spokesperson for the agency. A beneficiary of TPS is considered to have legal immigration status. The length of the shelter obligation varies case by case, but could technically be years, he said. In other news, Springs School Superintendent Deborah Winter said the district needs to increase its budget by about 2% or $600,000 to be competitive as it seeks to hire in all staffing areas. That number stunned some parents and employees in attendance during Tuesday night's work session who sat in following recent discussion uh, on a lack of teaching assistance. Quote, it's crazy That is the number, and we can't find that 2%. I'm shocked that's all it is, second-grade teacher Monique Sullivan said this week, adding TAs are going to other districts or becoming substitute teachers because they get paid at a higher rate. It's such an easy fix. We can't pay more for subs than TAs. We're saying these TAs are invaluable to us, but we're saying they're not as valuable as substitutes. It doesn't make any sense. Ms. Sullivan added, Desiree Keegan reporting on 27East.com that the Spring School District is currently down seven TAs, four to work in special education classes, and three to service the first grade. The issue was initially brought up at a September 12th board meeting where it was unveiled that at the time six students were on a pre-kindergarten waiting list due to a lack of teaching assistance, and all first-grade TAs had been pulled to work in other classrooms. Principal Eric Kelt said the effects have been felt beyond the first grade. Quote, they are here early and they stay late. They're the worker bees. They're invaluable, he said of the TAs, adding, if we just take one away, it impacts all different areas of the school. And finally, the Peter Matheson Center and filmmaker Joanne Friedland Roberts, in partnership with the Arts Center at Duck Creek and the East Hampton Historical Farm, uh, Historic Farm Museum, will host two weekends of stories, art, and sea shanties during Celebrating Bonnick, an event sharing and celebrating the history of the old East Hampton community that Matheson chronicled in his book, Men's Lives. Michael Wright reporting on 27East.com that the first Celebrating Bonnick event will be held at Duck Creek off Squaw Road in Springs this coming Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m., showcasing the arts and traditions of the men and women who have fished and farmed the East End since the mid-1600s. The second event will be held Sunday, October 15th, at the East Hampton Historic Farm Museum on North Main Street at the edge of East Hampton Village. Staying in East Hampton for the weather, looking like a partly sunny Thursday with a high near 65 degrees, east wind around 13 miles per hour. 
Tonight, a chance of showers before 2 a.m., then rain likely after that. Mostly cloudy otherwise with a low around 57 degrees. East wind 10 to 13 miles per hour. Right now it's 62 degrees. We've got Conrad Jordan joining us at the bottom of the hour. Uh, I'm going to play that tallest man on earth track. I promised you Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Farron Young, and hmm, I think I'm going to fly across the playlist after that and play Claire Means the Walls from the War for Love record from 2012 before the Israelites, the Walls from the Jamaican Celebration record of 2002. Um, Secret track you're missing um, is Modest Mouse's Paper Thin Walls from the Moon in Antarctica, which you can find on the full playlist at WLIW.org slash radio. Around noon is when that will go live. I'm Gianna Volpe. Uh, This is the tallest man on earth, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you're listening to WLIWFM, NPR Radio. Before I go, uh, don't forget to tune in to the Afternoon Ramble, not only Today and every day, but Sunday when Brian Cosgrove will be live from the Sag Harbor uh, American Music Festival in uh, Marine Park there. I think Gene Casey's going to be performing. Um, speaking of the music festival, I did want to give a shout to Miss Lynn Blue and the Lynn Blue Band playing tonight at Sag Pizza, kicking off the festival at 6 p.m. I'm Jenna Volpe. This is the tallest man on earth, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you're listening to WLIWFM NPR Radio.
company Hello and Hello Well I see that you're still here Aren't you lonely Since our darling Well, look here, is that a teardrop in the corner of your pain? Now, don't you try to tell me that it's rain. She went away and left us all alone the way she planned. Guess we'll have to learn to get along without her if we can. Hello, ceiling. Hello. I'm gonna stare at you a while. You know I can't sleep. So won't you bear with me a while?
neighbors find a play outside I think I'll stay here for a while Blue walls and carpeted halls I'm a child again Those planets spinning around inside my head Won't stop this feeling I'm Ian Darkangelo, a song I'd never heard before putting together this morning's playlist for you, the Walls edition of The Heart in honor of our next guest, Conrad Jordan, joined by wife Diane Leverrier, who I've wished you a happy birthday. I've played the Lightworkers track with the with the wildlife song. It's so wonderful to finally meet you. Are you still in the cherry bombs? Uh, same here. Lovely to meet you. I I had to you know retire from the cherry bombs, the gigging for a year. It was pretty time consuming. I don't know if you know my background, but I run a law practice. Conrad and I share a law practice together. Two kids. I didn't one know starting this. high school, one starting middle school. Just a lot of balls in the air right now. So I yeah. understand. So, I understand. Uh, but it was a great year with the Cherry Bombs. We had a lot of fun, great gigs, um, great experience. And you know, I keep dabbling in music, but right now it's me and my guitar in my bedroom, <laughs> which which is more like time you need. Yes. Right. Yes. And so, and how old are the kids? Uh, I've got Ayla, she's 14, she's at East Hampton High School, and Callie, who's 12, who's also playing guitar and singing and Aww. gigging as well. So, Oh, I love yeah. that. Okay, where is, uh, does Callie have a band? Where can we find her music? Uh, she actually recently played at the Masonic Temple. They oh, did fantastic. a jam in Sag Harbor. She was yes. part of that. Uh, she's previously performed at the... Um, Riverhead Music and Arts Festival that got was it, put together it, by yeah. Christina Sun um, a couple years back. So she's been out and about and looking to do more. So I'm helping her also get so speaking of that folks, together. Well, and how's the law game, by the way? What kind of law do you practice? Well, um, we really have two different practices, but okay. we share and overlap. So Diane helps me with my stuff and vice versa. She helps me a little more. It's like a Venn diagram. <laughs> exactly. Yes. D- Diane's Me- practice is a much little overlap. <laughs> more of a traditional practice in the local area. A lot of land use, litigation, real estate. Um, my practice uh, happens more around New York City in the out, out, outlying um, jurisdictions. But my next trial is in Suffolk County. Other lawyers retain me to try cases that are not settling. They're, okay. generally, they're generally personal injury or medical malpractice cases on the plaintiff's side. And if they're not settling and they have to go to trial, that law firm or law practice may not be set up to have a heavy-duty trial attorney. So they retain me just for the trial. That sounds like a plot to a movie, right? <laughs> like where it's like the settler, you know, like. Yes, the hired this. gun. Yes, the, trial the attorney. hired gun. Yes. No, oh, we don't like to use the closer. that term. Yes, oh, we, yeah. sorry. Yes. Um, and, uh, the closer. The, the closer. closer. <laughs> That's there we go. A, a See, we just workshopped it right here. Go ahead. Sorry. A, a settlement's ideal, but if it doesn't settle, it goes to verdict. And okay. many of the malpractice cases do go to verdict. Conrad, we are here uh, to talk about imaginary walls that you wrote with Johnny Blood. Or you did you write it and he how did it all work? Tell me everything about this track. 
Uh, I wrote it. Okay. Um, and it's interesting we were talking about the law because part of the idea for imaginary walls, um, if you listen to the lyrics, they're a little exaggerated. You know, um, you know, I'm a stick in the mud, you're a dinosaur bone, etc. cetera. Uh, we're trapped in comfort zones. Um, Sounds like a lot of segues from our first segment this morning. Yeah, it's, it's about groupthink and, uh, you know, intellectual complacency. And part of it was inspired by, uh, you know, the political arena where the cable news shows have evolved to the point where they don't have guests. Or except, devolved. Or devolved <laughs> to where there's no real debate or any guests that disagree. Um, but that's a macro sense. The micro sense is my experience in the courtroom, and any trial attorney will tell you how difficult it is to try to change people's minds. That, right. you know, no matter how you try in jury selection to get a totally objective juror, for example, in the kind of trials I have, I'm going to have some jurors that just don't want to believe a doctor or a hospital was negligent. And so I may have the doctor or a hospital representative on the stand, and I may be proving right in front of them that the person is not telling the truth, they're not making sense, they falsified records, and you'll look over, and that person is not enlightened or persuaded they're irritated that you are making it hard for them to continue to believe what they wanted to believe. And that that speaks to just so much of like the larger frustration uh, with today's day and age, uh, trying to speak reason to folks that don't, they very, it only makes them dig their heels even further. And so what do you do in that, in that uh, case? Well, you know, sad to say, almost the political analogy where you really can't change the other side, what you do is try to rally your base or your supporters to come out in the higher numbers. You know, certainly in, in opening statement, I am trying to change some minds. I'm trying to grab the attention and get to some facts that I think can persuade even people in the middle or maybe leaning against me initially to change their mind. Because once they start believing your side, then they're going to listen to the rest of the case to confirm their own uh, first impression. By the time you get to summation, uh, you're really, I'm trying to give the jurors that I think are on my side better arguments and firmer convictions to go into wow. deliberation with, to outlast and out-argue the jurors on the other How side. How fascinating is that? I never thought about it. In that way, that that part of what you're doing is just giving some of the jurors the arguments and enough ammunition, you know, enough arrows in the quiver to go into deliberation to make it uh, unanimous. It, uh, it, my, in my civil cases with six jurors, unlike. Uh, criminal, 12 jurors, unanimous. I only do need five out oh, of okay. six. Oh, okay, when it's in civil. What's that? I didn't know that. Yeah, civil, that, that, civil trials in New York, it's, it's five out of six. So um, so the song is, is... So that's helpful. <laughs> it's a little... It's, a, yeah, it's it true. It makes the hill a little less steep. And, and I've had mistrials where it's 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 4-2 and I can't get the, you know, or the, wow. my people can't get the uh, fifth one to come over. But so the song is mainly, you know, about that, you know, that uh, uh, people have certain walls built up and they're thinking and they don't want to go past those walls. They don't want to, let's say, move off a liberal mindset or a conservative mindset uh, in relation to a particular problem when maybe they maybe they should. Maybe the other side actually has a point on that on that problem. And that and in the song it does in the end pivot. It does pivot to where we're not a stick in the mud, we're not a dinosaur bone, we're not a flower that won't bud. And every day gives us all a chance to rise up and see past imaginary walls. Beautiful. So that's, uh, that's you know, where the song came from. Songwriting has come pretty late in the game for me. Uh, in the past, I wrote some song parodies with other people's melodies. Oh, oh yes, a, a weird owl. He's in the always courtroom. been a wordsmith. I mean, every 
Every card I've received since we met has always been a poem. There's never, you know, there's never a store-bought oh, card that comes, you know, on a special occasion beautiful. for myself or any family member. Um, and there are many that can talk about, you know, great poems that Conrad's put together for special occasions, birthdays, and that sort of thing. That's so I think thing. when I started playing more music with with our band. Um, you know, Conrad started understanding the the patterns of songwriting and, you know, the, the cur- verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. And he, you know, started putting these songs together. And then songs have just been sort of <laughs> flying out of him since, I guess, about a year ago, though he has done parodies. He did a parody um, to a Joan Jett song. My first, so- I don't know, if fantasy girl band. So I'm kind of throwing yes. a lot at, at, at you. but. I had been involved in the fantasy girl band and uh, one year. That's where the cherry bombs came from, right? Exactly. Yeah. So um, the band that I was with at the time, I think it was Mondays at five. Indy Eaton was our drummer. Stop it. Yeah, I know. We we got lucky. Oh, speaking of which, uh, Inda and Nancy playing the talk house tonight. tonight. Yep. Okay. I'll be there. And uh, so anyway, we we won the contest that year playing um, Hate Myself for Loving You by Joan Jett. And Conrad had heard that song over and over and over again. And so he came up with a song parody. Yeah, I hate myself for voting Trump. (laughs) And um, uh, felt like a rebel, now I feel like a chump. And it goes on. And we actually produced it with uh, Cynthia Daniels. And Cynthia must have loved it. And and it was a great experience. It it must have been so fun to be in Monk Music producing that. Yes, yeah, she was great. And uh, we we brought in Bobby Golden. He was our drummer. Yes, yeah. Um, So that was years ago. And since then, and I had done that once before many years ago. I rearranged The the Wanderer to write a song called The Squanderer. But um, I guess... I, 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 I love it because it's like, where dad jokes meet like parody. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm very interested. I would love to hear the squanderer one of these days. Oh, I'll, we I'll have it on CD. We have a whole box of CDs in our Stop basement. It. Yeah, I could totally send it to you. And uh, we have I hate myself for voting Trump. Right, that that was produced by Cynthia, so we can send that. So yeah, uh, yeah, we... so what? So this is cool because, like I mentioned before, about needing. Uh, time in the the bedroom with the guitar Mm -hmm. has this fed you spiritually emotionally in some way like what has it done for you to to get into music um i I think it has given yes another dimension diane can tell you that um even though i might have been writing some song parodies and using other people's melodies it was just a continuation of me being a wordsmith. Like she said, I've, I've written poetry for years and Yeah, cards I mean, and, and like... And I think in rhyme. But Diane can tell you, she once complained. She said, I, I think I was the first of us to have a car with these really nice Harman Kardon speakers. She says, every time I get in your car, I think about how you're wasting these speakers. You only listen to sports radio... And political shows. You never have a music station on, ever. <laughs> and um, she was kind of right. I really had... She took down your imaginary wall just like that. Yeah, and I think what happened is listening to her practicing with uh, the eighty songs, which is what the Cherry Bombs was playing, It, I, I wanted to be... You know, I've always supported her. I've always... Diane is an absolute star. If you ever were to go on YouTube and see how... She packed the place at Talk House. You'd see she's a star as a performer. And I've always supported her in that. So listening to all these songs to try to give her suggestions. For example, Rebel Yell was actually my suggestion. I always knew she would kill that song because that was actually a song I would use music to work out to. <laughs> and so what happened is I think listening, I this. To, listening to all this music, I suddenly started thinking, well, maybe I can come up with my own melodies. And I did. And, and you in, did. And in the beginning, the words would suggest the melody through the rhythm of the words. Imaginary Walls is a little different. I was walking on the beach and I was thinking, you know, some of these iconic songs, it's not so much a melody, it's actually a beat. Yes. Like, you know, another one bites the dust. Yeah. You bump, bump. It's so, all about the beat. So mm-hmm. I, well, you know, for someone not that musically sophisticated, that was a bit of a revelation. So I'm walking <laughs> on the beach. And I said, I'm going to come up with a beat. 
So well, I came... you bu- oh, it's about the melody too, but you build the melody around and through. So I'm walking on the beach, and all of a sudden, I come up with um, bum 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 bum. I'm like, hey, I like that. <laughs> so now I need some words, and I guess these thoughts about you know watching these shows where well, you're a is... poet. Everyone you know, that's a, that's a major, major uh, boon for you as a lyricist. So once yeah. I had that bomb, bomb, bop, you know, I said, well, I need some words. And it just kind of came like a few steps later on the beach. We don't want to hear anything that disagrees with what we think um, mm. and apologize for my voice. So you asked... <laughs> I don't have a good voice, but I can at least articulate my melody. So all I did, I reached out to Cynthia with a voice memo of this song. And I was a little put off because when she got back to me, it was like, well, I mean, they're busy or it's not really my genre. Why don't you contact Johnny Blood? I only knew Johnny from seeing him on stage. And with you're Nancy. feeling like a little rejected. You're like, oh, what am I not... <laughs> Good enough, yeah. but but really she's being but, very thoughtful, and because yeah. Cynthia will always make sure that what y- your vision is yes. comes out the best, and she definitely Paris. sent you to the right yes. man. Well, I just didn't she know that. Did. I didn't I had know Johnny. Only, I had only seen him just playing the guitar next to Nancy. I had no idea he was a producer. I certainly had no idea that he was a singer because I would have figured I'd <clears throat> see him sing more. But he does sing occasionally, and. So he took, you know, he, he took the, the song and he, you know, he, he took my basic melody and all the words, but he created all the music for it. And then and the I actually suggested Gene Casey because we, oh, had, yeah. we had done a, a parody, another parody mm-hmm. with using Gene Casey's voice. Uh, I, I did a, a... He sang it, yeah. Yeah, he sang the Capitol Hill Bully, which <laughs> is a parody from... The song, The Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, my God. Let me tor- tell This you- is so fun. Yeah, yes. let me tell I you. Love Cynthia's all these been stories. the mastermind behind all of these connections. Monk Music Studios, by the way, yes. if you're curious. Yes, I wrote part? a song, and it's Let Me Tell You a Story About a Man Named Don. Everything he saw, he put his name on, and it went on and on. And, <laughs> um, and I thought... And I guess Cynthia thought of Gene Casey's having the right voice for a Beverly Hillbillies thing. And I oh, just, he sounds perfect. Yeah, yeah. And the guy just has a great voice. Yeah, period. Yes. Yeah. But Johnny actually said, well, listen, I've produced a lot of Gene stuff and he does have a great voice. But this song, I think I could actually take a crack at. And he and he did a great and job. And he did a great job. Right. And we have yeah. another one. And Johnny, that, we, we're sending him love. He's not he's not in no. the area right now. But we're going to have him back. Yes. We're going to have for him the in yes. when he's back in the area for the second song. Who yes. we are, yeah. Which is, Called Who We Are. Which, my, on first hearing it, I like got teary-eyed. It was just, he just, to me, it was just, he nailed the, the sentiment. He was passionate. It's so, it, it was really great from, from the first take. All right, so we're going to hear, we're going to hear Imaginary Walls right now. We're going to close this segment. I know I've been we've been talking a lot this morning. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It's been a great show. We had a great time. Cannot thank Conrad Jordan and Diane Laverrier for j- enough for joining us for the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by William Rince Gallery. Uh, are you going to be performing anywhere anytime soon, Conrad, or do we have to wait? Well, I don't perform. Um, <laughs> Maybe one day. Diane is the performer in this relationship. But where can we find can we find the song? Uh, it's on Spotify. Okay. Um, and I believe it's on other platforms. If it's not on iTunes, it will be shortly. But it's okay. certainly on Spotify. And you can hear it right here on WLIWFM, a premiere, if you will. And it's on YouTube with a very crude video that has all the lyrics in gra- oh, cool. graphically. Oh, I love those. Those so, are some and of my favorites. It's under the name, the name I've put together for oh. my musical creations is Verifonic. V-E-R-I-F-O-N-I-C. Vera for truth and phonic for sound. So, Love it. Putting truth to sound here on WLIWFM. It's Verifonic on the Heart of the East End. We'll be back.
I screwed up. This is who we are. I have okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself a little bit of a pass because it's underneath it's underneath um the headline of of Imaginary Walls song. So I'm trying to find it. Maybe if I look up Imaginary Walls. Yes, an earlier email. It, it should be on Spotify also, right? I don't know if, um, let's see. Send it to her right now. Yes, send it to me right now. Send it to me right now. I'm going to play, let's see what I'll play while I'm waiting. I'm going to play a little reggae while we, we wait. Play who we are. and. Oh, I'll play who we are. Play who we are and. And then we can hear both. That okay. makes complete sense because we've been talking about it. All right, who we are, this is Verifonic as well <laughs> on WLIWFM. Please don't tell me who I am anymore Cause you haven't set one foot through my door Don't tell me what I did and didn't choose Till you walked a while in my shoes No, I'm not the person that you expected Doesn't mean I don't deserve to be respected All I ask of you and it goes for me too Please don't tell me Verifonic, those beautiful background vocals, and that badass Johnny Blood, who many folks might not know can sing like that. Mm. Before we play Imaginary Walls, is there anything that you want to say, Conrad, before we go get into it? Uh, no, they're, they're, they're two different songs. Uh, who We Are is, is, is a more personal song, and We'll come back and talk about that at another time. But um, imaginary uh, walls, I think, will, you know, we already covered what the 
uh, subject matter is there. Stay with us here on WLIWFM. We don't want to hear anything that disagrees with what we think. Don't want to see a different spin that shows us thoughts of out of sync. We like to go where we've been and stay attached to what we know. We worry detours lead to sin, afraid to buck the status quo. You're a stick. She's a flower that will bud Will you trapped in comfort zones None of this has to be Cause every day gives us all A chance to rise up and see Past imaginary walls They're just imaginary walls We'd still live inside mountain caves If not Change don't dare to make. We let the conquered still be slaves. While burning witches at the stake. You tell yourself you're keeping strong. Tradition tested over time. But time can prove what's right is wrong. Tradition camouflage and crime. I'm a stick in the mud. You're a die. Just to rise up and see past imaginary walls. They just Shows the thoughts of out of sync. We like to go where we've been and stay attached to what we know. We worry detours lead to sin until we buck the status quo. Not a stick in the mud or a dinosaur bone. We a flower set to bud when we leave our comfort zones. It is all. Love to break free from our imaginary walls. It's our favorite thing to do here on the Heart Morning and Midnight Show on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, leading you into the NPR news break with Aya Terry featuring the movement Breaking Down the Walls from the Coming to Light record of 2019. I'm Jana Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Big thanks to Tia Fulford, uh, Shansa Thames, and uh, Diane LeBerrier, Conrad Jordan, our underwriter, William Riss Gallery, and all of you listener supporters of WLIWFM. News you can trust, music you love. Right. 
rise up, we gotta make Babylon fall. The music is the message, and the message is the music. This microphone, my weapon, and Jah knows I'm gonna use it. Hey, to all the singers and the players, light workers and sayers of prayers, the world we're living in is not for it. So come with all your medicine. This is a call to all the seers and believers, peaceful warriors and all of the free thinkers. Speak your truth and let your voice be heard. Recognize your purpose and the power of your word. We need ya. Don't let the darkness of the world deceive ya. We overcome the obstacles they place between us. So if you're sleeping now, it's time to wake up and break down the walls. 